0: Welcome to Stork Storytime Talks with the North Liberty Library. Are you expecting or thinking of starting a family? If so, this podcast is for you, delivering literacy one topic at a time. There's a growing body of research on what babies are doing in utero. Turns out they're not only growing and developing, but learning and listening too. On today's podcast, we'll discuss the benefits of reading to babies before birth. I'm Melanie, and joining us today from Massachusetts is Susan Lapone-Stonis and Jacqueline Boyle, authors of Belly Books and The Reading Room Blog. Thank you for joining us today, ladies. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for having us. Well, we're just two friends. Um, We've been friends since we were 13 years old, and we have always loved doing lots of creative projects together, and we share a love of reading. But we became grown ups eventually who continued <laughs> to love reading and continued to love creative projects and
2: continued to be friends. And we came up with kind of a wonderful idea together uh, that ties all of our fun things that we like to do together. I'm Susan, and I'm a literacy specialist and a, an educational consultant. I work with schools all over the country supporting kids as they develop literacy skills in reading and writing. And Jackie?
1: And I'm a writer and editor, and I do a lot of different kinds of artwork, and now we've started to collaborate um, on this our blog, The Reading Room, and our book collection, of Belly Book.
0: Awesome. Yes. You have created a great blog and website with lots of useful information for new and expecting families. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about The Reading Room blog and how you got started?
1: Yeah, it started when Susan was um, doing her training for becoming a literacy coach and she came across all these studies about the effects of reading to babies in utero. These studies had been started as far back as um, 1985, I think the first one was, and they were kind of resurrected in the 2000s. Um, and when Susan noticed all these findings, kind of corroborating each other, Susan can tell it best, but got excited about, you know, why isn't this a big deal? There are really proven effects of reading to babies in the womb. Um, Babies have been shown to recognize and remember things that they heard read to them in utero, and yet somehow this isn't recognized in our culture. Yeah. I got
2: pretty excited when um, it was actually a news um, a news broadcast that said that they had measured that babies responded to a familiar story during the last trimester and that they were visibly um, soothed after birth. And so it was kind of an amazing connection for me. And my, my big thing was, why doesn't everybody know about this? I, had had, I have three children. And I mm-hmm. have to say, I did not read to my kids. I didn't, mm-hmm. wasn't aware of the research. And as a lifelong reader, a person who loves stories, an elementary school teacher, I wasn't aware that of the power of sharing stories with babies prenatally. Mm-hmm. And so I just got really fired up, and and it got Jackie kind of caught my enthusiasm, mm-hmm. and I started um, digging more deeply, and found all this research about how babies respond to being read to regularly um, during when the mom is pregnant. And so the blog kind of evolved from that. We started, we realized there was nothing online, no place to, we had separate research studies everywhere, but we had no place where it was all collected. And so we said that we'll create a blog where we can share all the information, all the research with expectant moms and new dads and new families about the power of, Reading for babies and so that was 2011 and mm-hmm. the amount of research that has continued to grow and be shared in the media and um, is just growing and growing and we just keep compiling it and we named it the reading womb obviously for us because it's a cute play on words but uh-huh. uh, it just felt like a, a perfect name for a blog where we're inspiring families to take
0: time to, to make story time a priority. Yes, definitely, and we we agree. You know, as Jennifer has mentioned, when we've chatted before about, you know, her having her young children and um, infants, and you know, realizing that you know, that why why haven't we learned about this? And it is interesting that until now, you know, this research that goes back into what you said, the late late eighties. Yeah. That that now it's it's now you know you know realizing that that importance and the effect that it has. So that is that is awesome. Now let's talk about these belly books. Along with the blog, you've also started a series of books that's pretty unique. Can you tell us a little bit about them and what makes them especially unique?
1: The idea naturally grew out of all this um, excitement over the research. Um, Susan came up with this idea one day and mentioned it to me, and she said, wouldn't it be even better to encourage pregnant women to read to the baby in the womb if we had a book Specifically designed for that, and even shaped a board book shaped in a curve to go over the pregnant belly to really encourage and make a, a woman excited to try it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: said, "Yeah, but you know, you can read any book. So like these studies use Dr. Seuss um, because they they babies really recognize rhyming, rhythmic stories. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, why, why would you need a specific when you can read any book like that, a baby book, a children's book. And then Susan, it occurred to you, right?
2: Yeah, well, I just remembered so clearly about when you first find out that you're going to have a baby, especially with your first child. And, Mm -hmm. of course, you've got a lot of hormones going on and and crazy things, but you just have this, this strong desire to bond Mm-hmm. And that baby, and before you've got a belly and before the baby's even moving, you just really want to make a connection with that person that's going to be your child someday. Mm-hmm. And so it just we designed the book the very first one is the narrator is the mom talking to the baby and just sharing all the wonderful things that they're going that that I, that you want to do with the baby when the baby arrives and and just most importantly sharing the love the, that that's strong and it's just, you can't help but get choked up. I'm well yeah. beyond having babies. But when we read the book and we see, we see mothers who, who use the belly book, and it, because of the curve, it, it, it gives you a physical connection to, the, to, to your belly.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
2: a wonderful, cozy feeling of love when you're sharing a rhythmic, rhythmic rhyming story with your expected child, but also that is expressing your deep love and excitement Mm -hmm. for that baby, there's something really powerful about it. And so that was our idea. And we, um, you know, created these board books. They're board books and they're sturdy and they physically go around the stomach. But then when we started talking with parents, mothers who use these books with their babies, that's when the excitement really came because Mm -hmm. it was really resonating with moms who just really wanted to connect with their babies that way. And um, so we're just, we're very excited. And we have a second book now. Um, Our publisher, Cottage Door Press, has just done such a beautiful job. So um, One is illustrated by beautiful, beautiful Laura Horton illustrated the first one, can't wait to show you. And um, Roxanne Rainville uh, illustrated the second one, Hey, Little Baby. Hey, Little Baby is a companion book for big brothers and sisters, expectant brothers and sisters, to read to their um, little brother or sister that's going to be Mm -hmm. brought
0: Yeah, I have that one right in front of me here yeah, that I'm kind of looking at. and it's, Yeah, the illustrations are awesome, and it's just, it is so fun, because it's a time that you can share with siblings, too, um, and they can get used to, you know, the baby can get used to hearing the different family members' voices as they are. So if they're reading, they're really cool. So, And we are excited, because we have our Stork um, Storytime Reads program for families, and they can log, read alouds. Um, so it kind of prepares them to, you know, not only make that bond with the baby, but if you're used to just kind of reading to yourself and not aloud, you're kind of getting that, that, that practice in, too, um, before the baby comes. Um, and we're excited because we're going to be including the belly book as one of the prizes. So, so we're excited to get that going, too, as we um, people participate in our Stork um, Storytime Reads program.
2: We love that you're doing Stork Storytime. That is it's just what an incredible idea, and, and and just to think that you're inspiring families to embrace the story time routine before the baby arrives, and yeah. it's so powerful.
0: Yeah. It comes for people, you know, teachers or people who are constantly kind of reading aloud, um, and how, you know, when your kiddos were little, that reading aloud, you just don't think of that as being important, especially while you're expecting, you know, even if it's something that you do pretty regularly, you know, outside of the home. For your job but so let's go back to the the research a little bit that you guys have done on the benefits of reading in utero can you share a few more of those benefits um or research that you have found with us the first
1: studies um
0: concentrated on studying whether
1: babies could hear at all um inside the womb and if they could recognize it their mother's voice reading and remember it um, after birth. So they found that yes, babies in the womb would recognize the voice of their mother at birth and would could distinguish their mother's voice from the voice of a stranger. And that a familiar rhythmic story would actually soothe a newborn baby after birth if they have heard it read before birth. And um, that newborn babies show a clear preference for a song or poem they heard regularly in the womb. Um, and they remember it actually up to four weeks after birth. So those uh-huh. were the first studies that were yeah. very impressive.
2: So we we kind of think about it as like if you're, you know, say you're driving along and you're turning all the channels on a radio station and you're, and then all of a sudden you hear a song that is familiar and you stop, you know, and you're like, ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's a, a newborn yeah. baby. And to think about the visual and auditory stimuli when a baby is born, um, but then they hear, they hear the calming rhythmic story told from the, the voice they love the most, their mom. Mm-hmm. It's, just like a, it's something familiar and calming in a brand new world with a lot of stimuli. So um, it, it's, it's exciting to think about that.
1: Uh, and we, uh, one of the first blog posts that we wrote was um, we featured a YouTube clip that we had found, this most beautiful story about um, a mother gave birth to a baby um, and they had been reading to this baby, uh, reading the same story in her last trimester. When she gave birth, she had a bad cold and wasn't able to be with the baby. So the father recorded her reading that story and went brought it to the baby and played the recording, and the baby recognized it. And stopped crying. And so stopped the, crying. It, and you can
2: yeah. see it in the Oh, channel. my goodness. The baby looked all yeah. and fussy and like, oh my goodness, because the mum wasn't there anymore, and the the dad played the the tape, and he just calmed down, and it, it's just moving, and that's it was it was really something.
0: It gives you goosebumps. The power of mom, or you know that 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 voice that you're used to being so close to and and soothing. The, the rhythmic and
2: rhyming story too is um, I mean, if that's an important component of reading to your baby. Mm-hmm. And our books are rhythmic and rhythmic and rhyming. So if you choose choose to read to your babies prenatally,
0: they Mm -hmm. really do latch
2: on to that rhythm. And lullabies are really, Uh um, there's research that shows that babies remember lullabies. So
1: um,
0: we have
2: some lullabies connected with our books as well. But another important research study is um, that when a mom calms down, and so this is another incentive um, for moms to read to babies and to take some really time aside for this, is that when a mom sits down and calms down and slows her breathing and concentrates on her baby um, in utero, that it actually releases a bonding hormone, that, mm-hmm. uh, and that baby in turn releases a bonding hormone. So when a mom takes a moment to stop and think and feels love for for her baby, mm-hmm. it actually releases um, uh, oh. endorphins and, yeah. that support the baby's development of their nervous system,
0: which oh, is wow. incredible. That is
2: incredible. Isn't it? And when your breathing slows down, your baby's breathing slows down. When your heartbeat slows down, your baby's heartbeat slows down. So if you're reading a story that's calming and full of love and rhythmic and rhyming and you're calming down and feeling your love for your baby, you're doing so many good things for your baby, too. Yeah. And these have been measured in studies, too. Yeah.
0: That is awesome and amazing.
2: Yeah. It is amazing. And since that 1987, like, this has been exciting. We've had a hard time keeping up with all the research.
0: We mm-hmm. we
2: keep adding it on to the blog, but yeah. it's exciting because it's exploding now. People are yeah. seeing the results of, of this kind of prenatal interaction through language and bonding, and, they're, and and everybody wants to know more now. So
0: it's very exciting. and. Yeah, I was kind of skimming through your website. There was lots and lots and lots of great information on there for um, new or expecting families to go to and, and um, find all of the information that you guys have compiled, research that they can see that proves just what all of this is about and reading to reading to the belly. So uh, before we end today, do you guys have anything else that you would like to to bring up or talk about? Well, we we just talked about something we really wanted to share with
2: your listeners yeah. um, because we just, we did listen to some of your your wonderful podcasts and and first of all we want to thank North Liberty and libraries libraries are where it's at they're helping families to understand the power of sharing stories together. And libraries really rock. I mean, we're just so grateful for that. And so we did, and we did feature
1: you in, a uh, post, uh, two, two years yeah, ago, I, I think. We put, we oh. were so thrilled to find that you had a short story time the star of
2: one of our podcasts before we even met in person, which is, so we, we were really, um, your fans long before we met oh. each other, which is a cute, but we did listen to your podcast and, um, we, listen to one where a surrogate mom was talking about, a mom who used surrogacy. Yeah. We talking about how she used story time to bond with her baby prenatally. And we have,
1: Yeah.
2: I, I have a close friend who um, had a surrogate mom and she bonded with her little daughter through, I uh, can't wait to show you by mm-hmm. reading um, to her daughter through the surrogate um, belly yeah. the la- during the last yeah. trimester. And she said
0: th- it was the most, Amazing! Like talk about goosebumps. She's powerful. Yeah, so them. powerful. And and that it, you know that even if you're not the person carrying the baby, the way that you can make that connection still through. And the video she sent me was of her reading the story to her little girl, a new brand newborn, mm-hmm. um,
2: like right yeah. after birth. And the baby was just was so responsive. Her face lit up. She was. It was beautiful. So the the mom had made a very very strong
0: connection. Even though she mm-hmm. couldn't carry the baby, knew and loved her voice I and knew who so. that, is. that is so amazing and and we thank you guys for you know you reached out to us and um just that, you know being able to collaborate and share the research side of things that you guys have been doing and kind of as we're launching you know the the initiative here and um encouraging new and expecting families to uh you know make that connection with their their new bundles as they're preparing, and you know once a baby comes it's there's a lot of chaos in the house and just that acclimating to the new member and everything and so it also creates that time of just remembering to bring that literacy and and lifelong learning from the very beginning, but you know when when things are a little bit calmer to when it kind of shakes up after baby's born. Do you guys want to share uh, with us any um, Storytime memories or books that you enjoyed or have enjoyed over the years? This is Jackie,
1: and I just remember so clearly the day I learned to read, and that was kind of my biggest memory for Storytime was that magical day when this kind of strange code on the page all suddenly meant something, and I could see words, and I knew what they meant, and I could read a story myself. I mean, mm-hmm. that to me, I'll never forget how exciting and powerful that was.
2: I love hearing that as a teacher, because that's, oh, just, that's just magic. It's like you said, with the codes becoming words. I just yeah. My memory is about libraries my mom was a big library fan and there were four of us and we were we were were born in like four and a half years a very close jackie has like very close in age too but she would lug us all into the station wagon to the library and we'd go into the children's section and i just remember just saying can i have another one can i have another one (laughs) and i couldn't believe that the library would let us take these giant stacks of books home um, all four of us it must have been like 50 books total and the librarian wasn't looking miserable at all she was looking happy and um, yeah and so that memory of taking piles of books and, and sitting in in our family room with my mom and my siblings with just a big pile and opening opening them up and it was just uh it's, it's just such a good memory so we want this for our we want this for all families and all kids you know
1: and I think that's a part of for both of us that magic of reading is what fuels this um, for us because it it's becoming recognized. I think it's it's a kind of a cultural shift in the past decade or so of how hugely important reading is for all ages and starting right from birth and now before birth. Yes. And reading aloud. Reading aloud. Reading aloud in family yeah. story,
0: story time.
1: You know that better than
0: anyone. <laughs> well, I actually had a uh, uh, something happen last week. So um, right now we're doing this bridge to reading um, in the library where we have a set of books out that have been picked as like good read-aloud stories, and um, we're inviting families to come in and read those books, and then the kids can vote for which one that they liked the most. And so I was off work last week and brought my kiddos in, and I, I picked up, a few of those books to sit down and read, and I just noticed as I'm like reading along with my two kiddos that all of a sudden there's like two other kiddos that kind of kept like standing over my shoulder and listening too and um so that was just i mean to me that was just really cool too, that you know they didn't feel like they couldn't come and join in on, in that you know and and they were a little bit older kiddos too, so just that that sound of somebody reading aloud i mean and stuff and how important that is and You know it just made me it made my heart (laughs) happy too you know that they were fascinated by it so
1: (laughs) awesome that's a
0: confirmation so yes um so in closing today um i just wanted to thank jackie and susan authors of the belly books and the reading womb blog um we covered the benefits of reading to your uh, baby before birth and resources available to help baby develop a love for reading and lifelong learning and all that wonderful research that backs that up Um, and we just want to thank you so much for joining us today
1: thank you so much it's been wonderful to get to know you and your program thank you we're so proud to be connected with you
2: This podcast is sponsored by Mercy Iowa City. We invite you to like and subscribe to our Talks podcast wherever you listen.